At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. This show is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Robots Radio presents The Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Welcome to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, a place where the Elder Scrolls community can come together to discuss the boundaries of our knowledge about the universe of the Elder Scrolls. Everybody. Welcome back to the show, adventurers. I am here with my co-host, uh, who is now my regular co-host, Lotus of Doom. Welcome, Hello. Lotus. How's it going? <laughs> Things are well enough that I'm here. I was going to say, internet yeah. issues aside, if I suddenly disappear, it's because my internet completely self-destructed, but hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah, but so far so good. And yeah. uh, I am your host, Robots, as usual. And the two of us are here live. It's Thursday night. It's 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. It's probably other times, other places across the globe. And we are here live with our patrons this week because this is the end of the month patron episode. Welcome, guys. How's it going? We've got uh, our our regular cast of characters here we've got uh let's just go down the line bob welcome back how's it going what up how's it going everyone glad to be here what up and then uh Bridwin, <laughs> welcome hello hello and lincoln lincoln this is your double dipping this month buddy oh yes yes i am yeah <laughs> i'm getting i'm put i'm jumping into both both pools both the the yeah, fall forecast and the I was going to say the kitty pool Elder and Lorecast. the other kid pool, but I don't know which one would be which. <laughs> There's two kitty pools. They're both they're both nice. Yeah, they're yeah, both. They're, they're, yeah, they're small enough that you can have a foot in each. That's fine. Uh, yeah, just yeah. don't pee in either of them. Yeah. Um, uh, welcome, know. welcome. <laughs> no promises. So, so we're doing this for the first time with uh, not only live, but also with video of our patrons. So if you want to see their human meat faces, then you can tune in and and see them. Uh, they're they're beautiful individuals. I could spend the rest of the episode going into the details of all the little bits and pieces of their faces. But instead of yeah. doing that, we are talking this week <laughs> about uh, mods and add-ons for Elder Scrolls games. So things like modding Skyrim or putting add-ons for uh, for ESO. Bob, Bob is shaking his head. What's up, Bob? 
Oh, dude, I'm watching the I'm watching the Nuggets, man. You'll just I have to forget no. all my Jets. Oh, okay. I thought okay. you were starting here. Like, I'm gonna get like some yeah. very uh, animated here. You know, I'll keep it <laughs> muted. Don't worry. I just even going. Yeah, I thought you were mad about the topic. You were like, "What? We're talking about mods?" <laughs> no, no. Flip the desk like, behind you. Just I do not slam a perfect alley oop. Like, like I, I gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> he's just making himself mid-sentence <laughs> i mean hey i'm a sixers fan and i have no connection to philadelphia so i, I don't yeah, know i don't know how sports ball works so yeah i was gonna say this is gonna turn into a sports it cast get, yeah, gonna lie like of, it. Be, uh, <laughs> huge the, sports fan so. the post show post show yeah post show, the, post show. Yeah, totally yeah, yeah. To- uh bob you and i can talk later yeah so speaking of elder scrolls which has nothing to do with putting a ball into a hoop um <laughs> it seems like an Argonian Although, thing, though. I feel no. Yeah, they they do they do have that little game that they yeah, play, they right? That, what is that called? Uh, I don't remember what it's called because you can run a, run into them in Markmire and they like tail whipping the thing around and uh, yeah, and, and they're debating the, the rules. Who's saying it doesn't make any sense? Like, right, tail ball or something? <laughs> yeah, it's like tail ball. Or tail ball. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, close enough. That's totally a thing. All right, so let's get back here. Um, we are talking about mods, we're talking about add-ons, any kinds of modifications, changes you can make to the games. And I know a number of you guys play on console, but you can modify these games now on console, right? So um, who would like to start? What do you? I'd love to hear some of your perspectives on what you've done modding the games and, and the way that you actually tackle that. Who'd like to go first? Uh, yeah. I guess I can start if nobody yeah, kick else us off, Lincoln. to go. Uh, so yeah, um, this I'm in a very similar boat to uh, where I was. If you guys watched or listened to the Fallout Lorecast episode on mods, uh, where I don't do heavy mods, where like I don't do full um, like overhauls. I do more like small ones, like graphical upgrades or extra map markers, stuff mm-hmm. like that. The, the so- I call uh, those the software so- mods. Yeah, I'm I'm not hardcore, uh, <laughs> but so um, I just wanted to mention one of them. Uh, one of them that I used in Skyrim a lot was um, it. It was made in Russia, so it has a Russian name, but it essentially translates to um, your Vasker um, map marker. So like it, it gave me not your Vasker. Um, the place where the companions are. I forget what it's called. Is is that what it's called? Uh... Where the where the companions are? Well, they're in what, Windhelm. No, they're in. Uh, I mean, I, no. I mean, I know they're oh, in yeah, White yeah, Run. Yeah, like their their house, the yeah, actual. They're, they're, they're long like house? yeah, the Longhouse. Uh, it has a name. Yeah, it does have a name. Good um, question. I should probably know that. I think it's Ravaskar. That I, sounds right, correctly. unless I'm attributing that name to something that is totally different. I'm just like, yeah, that sounds good. I mean, it sounds Nordish, um, so let's just go with but, it. But that place didn't have a map marker, so I would have to either have to travel to. Um, dragon's reach right or uh the front of, of white run right, right. and then i had to run to it mm-hmm. so it so i had an extra map marker that was so that, that was basically for the longest time the only mod i had in skyrim so that was that essentially took um that was my also, first you are correct is your vasker i double checked i remembered nice yeah um, nice you, you did. Yeah, these are like, not words i, I think I about know, I'm normally not good with this sort of stuff no normally, that well like, it seemed right but i'm like what else is that if your vasker is not the hall it, you are correct it is your vasker yeah um yeah so that that was so convenience my, so yeah so your yeah, go-to mod one. was like i don't want to travel somewhere and have to walk 
one minute from one place to another. Yeah, I just want to like, go right into it. It saves me time. It does is because the way I look at it is that overhaul mods, like the ones that like even the ones like of course the one we're probably going to bring up all the time is the Thomas the Tang Engine mod. Like yes, you know, the one that changes Classic. the Thomas the dragons into Thomas. Yep, um, right. Like while that's a fantastic mod and it's hilarious, that's not what the developers intended. They they intended it to be a dragon. Um, they meant for it to be the you, Macho Man mod. <laughs> Or that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The best thing about that is that he just keeps yelling, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, um, Amazing. Yes. Sorry, go on. But, uh, no, you're fine. Uh, it's it's fine. Uh, but, like, adding an extra map marker, it doesn't change the way the game is played. It just saves time. Right. So, you know... Like, like even mods like uh or i guess it's more of a it's not a mod it's in fact it's in the game the uh where you can have like zelda clothing in the sky in the uh switch version of sky oh, yeah i saw that mm-hmm. yeah it's mm-hmm. like uh like you have the the tunic one now that's more of an easter egg but they had mods like that in the first place before the switch version came out they actually there actually were plenty of like zelda themed mods because of course if you thought of it it exists on the internet but um yeah, so that's so basically just in in ending. My experience is just more of a soft core experience where I, I don't completely overhaul. <laughs> right, we don't have to call that that. I just thought I that disagree. Would be a I think that really needs to be called the soft core experience. <laughs> the soft core experience. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's a cool perspective. You know, like mods uh, that don't break the experience, but yeah, make the I experience like to, more like more pleasurable. Yeah. yeah. You, <laughs> That's not helping with the softcore theme. <laughs> See, I like to I like to enhance the experience. Like, uh huh. Go on. <laughs> um, you're gonna have to put a uh, a yeah. uh, NC seventeen rating in front of this. Maybe yeah, this is all. In, wait, wait, hold on. This is all innuendo, which means that these jokes could go into like a Shrek cartoon, and it's the true. kids wouldn't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Second show I'm I, on, and you get an explicit tag. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's, it's a good I, thing I, Bob's I, muted right now because he's probably cursing up a storm watching. Oh, yeah. That oh, yeah. He totally is. He just, he just dropped an F bomb. I just saw it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Sorry, sorry Brave One. Go, go ahead. Keep going. Has, has anyone ever seen The Revenant? No. I, need, I still need to see it. I haven't watched it. Okay. Uh, Have you guys who, seen The Revenant, the movie? Why do I? I feel like I might have. That's the one where the bear mauls. Yeah, yeah. The no, you know what? The, I started to watch that, and I did not get to see the whole thing. So, I, no, I, I'm going to go with no, because I haven't. I think I only saw like a half hour of it before something came up, and I didn't get to finish it. Is that yeah. the one that Leonardo DiCaprio won an Oscar for? Is that the one? That's okay, the one. then yes. Then yes. I was, oh, I I did was, see I was that forgetting then. the name, but... Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so it's been years to see it though. I feel like what they've done that's really good when they made the movie is they made you feel miserable. Like when you like you felt cold, <laughs> you felt like you were starving and bleeding to death. Like the whole like it was a hard, it was an immersive experience. And so you felt like mom, I just wanted to go home. <laughs> <laughs> so when I mod Skyrim, I kind of do the same thing is that I want to like feel the harshness of the environment. So I do like immersion and frost. I think it's frostfall. Yeah. Frostfall it, mod. It, yeah. It's the mods where like you, 
you have to stay warm. You have to eat food. Um, you know, you have to find shelter or warmth. And if you don't, you die. And so and if, it, a like, bear, if you fight a bear, it mauls you, you bleed to you death, slowly bleed out. Uh-huh. You win an Oscar though. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. You eat raw so meat for not talking like at all. Like <laughs> that's going to be a slap in the face. The only Oscar you win, you like didn't talk the whole movie. Right. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, sometimes in all honesty, oh, that's like, there's a compliment to his acting prowess. Maybe. I mean, but yeah, sometimes is- it's harder to, to, to show words when you're not saying or to yeah without actually show up, show up being your emotions yeah yeah because like yeah. if he was slight sign out here if he was just by himself talking to himself that'd be kind of weird like i know everybody talks to themselves and like he might you know does everybody uh, talk to themselves okay if, careful, you if you don't talk to yourself, i know you talk to yourself tom calm down <laughs> <laughs> you have like eight different shows yeah i was gonna say i've heard i never i never just talk sit and to talk to myself you're crazy. Well, my buddy bot. I'm- oh yeah, you have a whole character. <laughs> One character. One character. Oh yeah, that's right. There's the old man. There's oh, that. the old man. Yes, yeah. you called my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have multiple characters with which I use to talk to myself. So yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> multiple personality disorder. All right. Um, no I'm kidding. <laughs> So, so you're, are- let's go. Let's go back to Bruin. So you're saying you create a more survival experience, kind of like, um, like a you know any of the survival games that came out, or the what is it called, survival mode in Fallout, wherever that mode is, realism yes. mode, survival, yeah, realism yeah. Mode? or I, like I believe it's game. called it's called hardcore in New Vegas, I believe. But oh yeah, that's right. It was hard because there was hardcore in New Vegas. Yep. Yep, that was unpleasant. <laughs> oh no, that's what I love doing. Yeah. That's yeah. like I did not like the bullets had weight in that game when I did that. <laughs> That was my complaint. I was like, oh, my ammo is so heavy. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 was an issue. Because I live in the, I live in Colorado and I remember I was hiking the mountains one time and I looked out over the landscape and I was like, wow, this looks like Skyrim. And I was like, (laughs) instead of being like, wow, this is beautiful. That's when I knew that it was too real. Yeah. So (laughs) these graphics are too good. Yeah. Technology has finally caught up to real life. Yep. In ESO, though, I'm more like Lincoln, where I'm just have a bunch of map marker add-ons. Oh and yeah, totally. Quest add-ons and Sky Shard add-ons, and oh yeah, we'll, we'll get to we'll get to add-ons. I was going to talk about mods, <laughs> first, but we we will get to add-ons. Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> let's uh let's divide the two. Uh, let's let's go with mods first, add-ons and then different. get add-ons. Yeah, because they yeah. they are they are functionally different. Um, they're more uh only quality of life for the most part. Um, because they are limited because it's an MMO and they don't want you to break the game for everybody. Yeah, you, you can't know. just turn on God mode type of thing. Right. Or become turn Kermit Molag the Frog and Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Mole like Ball. <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine starts <laughs> dropping anchors into into Instead yeah, of that real. loud boring sound, it's just like a giant engine <laughs> going down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Every Gosh, time you yeah. hear the woo woo, you know <laughs> the anchor is gonna drop. The anchor. Oh no, Thomas the Tank Engine, so evil. <laughs> oh, all right. So okay, so you create like these like survival versions of the game. Have you actually finished a game like that, or do you just kind of dabble for a while? And I'm more oh. like I myself am more likely to just dabble for a while and not actually finish a playthrough when I do something like that. But do you carry it all the way through? 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's like how I'm playing ESO right now. And it's, it's actually kind of hard. Like I'm literally just playing the entire game, doing every quest of every zone, getting every sky shard. Like I, I feel like I have to do that. It's kind of like OCD. And so, yes, I would, uh-huh. I would make the game extremely hard survivalist and then have to play through all of it. Wow. Wow. That's tough. Um, yeah. Some people, some people these these games overwhelm them because of the sheer amount of stuff that you can do as you move around the environment i mean you go through any single zone in elder scrolls online and you especially if you have the add-ons that show you where everything is on the map like you're just constantly moving in between each of the little things that you need to do while you're on a quest to get something and then i'm sure that's uh is that ever overwhelming or do you just kind of it's just kind of enjoyable because you collect all the things both but i'm, both, I'm I mean, like really waiting i feel like i can't go to cyrodiil until i've done all the storylines and zones so i'm like really wanting to go to cyrodiil but i just feel like i can't which is crazy right really I know that, interesting yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's where it feels crazy. overwhelming to me hmm. huh or it's kind of like it's kind of like jarring to me it's whenever i like whenever <laughs> i like finish a zone it like like i get all the books i get all the things and then i go to a new zone and then there's like five thousand map markers and it's like oh i gotta start all over so yeah yeah Yeah, crap all this stuff i just cleaned up that last zone everyone's just leaving their books everywhere these games are so much work (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah interesting my wife um my wife every time i say my wife i I think of bora um (laughs) she she enjoys games because she enjoys collecting things that's kind of her uh most enjoyable gameplay loop you know but for me it's about exploring so i'm more willing to even when i have the mods or the add-ons that leave the little map markers i'm more willing to just say i'm gonna go that way as far as i can and see what's over there find the boundaries find all the you know like i don't know the meaty bits because if the map marker says like there's a sky shard there then I'm like, eh, I know it's a sky shard. Now I don't. Now I don't don't need to go find out if it's a sky shard, you know. But if I find like a dungeon or you know like a part of the map that looks hidden, then I feel like, oh, I need to explore this. There's something maybe in here. Um, and I think that's what's also enjoyable about um, some of these games. I feel like there are places in Skyrim where you think there's going to be things, and there just isn't. Like. Yeah, locations on the map or dungeons where you yeah, or, kind of. yeah kind of really you find like a little cave somewhere and there's just like nothing there which kind of like, makes yeah. it feel realistic because yeah not everything in life just has like exactly, oh man there's a quest yeah. marker it's like nope this is a rock like it's a rock and it's covered with yeah. other rocks like and then eso like you find an empty cave with like a weird looking rock and you know it's a quest that you just haven't hit oh yet. yeah 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 it's, it's more structured right. like, into it's like, being like yeah like, yeah, that just happened to be a cave. Yeah, there was a bear in it, but the bear just had some bones and some like leftover crap on the ground. Like mm-hmm. there's no treasure yeah. chest. There's no hidden letter. There's no story. And yep. I, I, I love that stuff. But I also love the uh, not being predictable. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I like yeah, how some if, of the quests are dead ends too, though. Like even mm-hmm. like to what you said with like the, the paper or something. like Oh, I found a note. That could be it. That could be the extent of it. It's like, oh yeah, this person went in a cave and they died. There's not a quest. Right. They're dead. Like, <laughs> right. Right. Or sometimes yeah. it's like like a like a letter to their wife, but they were like traveling from Cyrodiil. So like right. you can't add you can't you access can't go them. there. You can't right, right, right. Like, you can't go to Cyrodiil in Skyrim. So it's yeah. like 
it's like oh i love you whoever like you yeah know, but, yeah i'm traveling to skyrim in order to prove my love for you i will return soon and it's like nope sorry like, you nope, didn't make nope, it you're you not got by a blood spattered note it's like oof. well yeah. unfortunately this ended <laughs> yeah that's that's good stuff um cool Ribbon, any other thoughts on on modding before we move over to bob who is completely enamored right now with basketball no. not yet it's still halftime take away bob <laughs> oh, so you're, oh, you're this emotional about halftime <laughs> they they play highlights and it reminds me of things <laughs> some intense commercials <laughs> wow hey, wow this bacon has a sad face it's intense <laughs> uh, anything else bob or rib one not at all cool all right all right bob what's your experience with modding um pretty much absolutely nothing at all my first experience was (laughs) with modding was that like skyrim like special edition they're like oh the console players we're gonna throw you a bone you know let you mod stuff but like not all the mods but like you know most of them it's like okay well i guess that's kind of cool but then when you would mod things, it would be like, oh, by the way, you're not going to get any achievement points at all. So mm. yeah. it's kind like, of a, a game breaker for you. huh? Yeah, breaker. because I was like really big on I, w- I still am not as much anymore, especially with Bethesda games, because they can be so broken. <laughs> but I was super into trying to like perfect them, get all the achievements on Xbox, you know, bragged all my friends. Um, that was a big thing in high school, you know, <laughs> so uh the mods kind of like were iffy for me but when i finally got around to it honestly skyrim never really that much but i did mod a pretty substantial bit in fallout 4 when i could after i'd you know gotten a good deal of achievements of course of course of course (laughs) but um but yeah not not too much in the modding skyrim um i guess probably my favorite one were some of the like Zelda ones, you know, Master Sword, Epona. Um, oh, there was one really sick one because like, you know, you play Skyrim for so many years and then they're like, here's this new Skyrim and you can't do anything that you did before. Like you have to start over. And I was like, okay, that sucks. So there's this like cool mod that just lets you break the game and get everything you want. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll do that. <laughs> I think I actually cool. know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it was like a I, one room of my buddies. with every pieces of gear. And I was like, oh, yep. this is cool. Yeah, it's just a chest like right out the gate. Yeah, so it's like, you know. Gears yeah. like, of armor. Yes. Now I am back to at least where I was when I finished Skyrim. But the whole world is open for me to do this stuff over again. So then I never played it. <laughs> i feel like that scrolls online <laughs> yeah i feel like that's also a start to a lot of mod stories it's like oh, i finally got these 87 mods to all not crash my system <laughs> and then i didn't play the game <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. i spent so long getting it to work that it like killed my drive to play it i've heard that from so many people are like oh man it's just it's such a fine balance you're gonna get the load order right and by the time i got it working i was i was over the whole situation i just didn't even play it's like what Okay, well, that was 40 hours I could have been playing the game. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely love to be able to mod like Oblivion and go back and like try and mess with that or even like New Vegas. Like both of those would be really sick to go back and like improve a bit and go through. And when I was trying to play Daggerfall and didn't get out of the tutorial dungeon, 
I saw there was a. I did the same uh, thing. Yes, don't worry. The best of us, right? So, um, I saw that there was a mod for Skyrim that's pretty much like most of Daggerfall, just very you know basic looking stuff, but probably as basic as Daggerfall looks in the first place. And uh, it had like the story and like generic characters and stuff. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. And then it was like, it's on PC only. I was like, that's when I was on console. I was like, okay, well, thank you. (laughs) You know, I actually, I want to bring up um, something where I haven't experienced it myself, but I think it's a fantastic project. It's the projects where like they try to recreate like Oblivion in Skyrim or more mm-hmm. in Oblivion. Or yes, something yeah. Like Oblivion or yeah, yeah. Skywind. Yeah. Yep. Like, I think if they can do that, if, then they don't get sued by Bethesda or then they're forced to stop. Yeah, luckily they're like, pretty on board. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, I know that sometimes, like, these, like, you know, love products, pro- not um, projects. <laughs> Can get like that's the new that's the name of the episode. <laughs> Please no. Softcore modding. Softcore love products with our Softcore patrons this week. Yeah. <laughs> this is the okay. Um, <laughs> give me your money. We will make <laughs> we'll make products. it worth it. We promise. <laughs> I have some ideas for merch, Tom, but I can't say them on the air. I don't think. Spring lets me make that stuff, but I can check. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think that like Sky Oblivion is um like a fantastic idea because there are definitely pluses and minuses to each uh, engine uh, or each game's mechanics. But then you know you want to experience the world of the other game, but with the mechanics of the different game. So mm-hmm. right, yeah, yeah. I just hope they eventually get to release some of those because they yeah. all seem like they're just never-ending projects. Yeah, like by the yeah. time uh, by the time Sky Oblivion is done, Elder Scrolls Six will be out. So, and they just yeah. start all over making Elder Scrolls <laughs> Skyrim in the Elder Scrolls Six engine. That's, that's what happened with Oblivion. Oblivion came out, and they were like, "Oh, let's uh, let's move Morrowind over to Oblivion." And then Skyrim came out, and then they were like, "Oh, let's do it in Skyrim." Like, yeah, I've never seen a project like this complete, like finish, right. or at least get to a yeah. mostly playable state. You know, it's now, they did have a. Um... It wasn't like that, but it was a mod for Skyrim that was huge and it like opened up a whole, you had to be like a certain quest level or a certain level they recommended and you went to like a whole new world. And I think it was like, I don't know if it was a Khajiit world or just like hmm. a, and, Are you and talking you about like, beyond Skyrim, like Bruma and stuff like that. No, it was extended out. It was like, an I know extended that's out a game, thing. I've never played it. But... Quest line, and it was a big, like it was a huge undertaking. And they did complete it. Um, I wonder if I can just find you keep there was, off it. There was the mod uh it was a completely different game though. They're called End Enderil, I think. Where they took uh I think it was Skyrim. Yeah, it was Skyrim. And they made a completely other game out of the engine. But it originally it started out as a mod. You could just mod it right into Skyrim and then play oh, it. Oh, I see. Um, did you bring in your like character that. and have like the same level or was it like a whole new character? I think he started as a new character because there was like a, yeah. a whole storyline and everything that, that you went through with it. It wasn't that then. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, you can search as we continue to chat. Well, let's let's move into add-ons because that's a completely different experience, right? Yes. Elder Scrolls Online, yes. add-ons, MMO. 
Um, other than things like map locations, which we brought up before, um, some of these little quality of life stuff. What I have a personal favorite add-on or add-ons, um, but I'd like to hear what you guys think first. So, uh, so I basically took a picture of my add-ons before we started this game or yeah. before we started this. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to list all of them, but I'm just going to go through some what I'd basically like. Is it recommend. above or below thirty? It's below. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's. I, I have mean, less than thirty add-ons. That's eight, that's nine, more ten. respectable yeah. than a lot of the thirteen. People I, I have to. I have thirteen, well, 13 add-ons. It um, depends on if you if you raid and stuff too, because some of these are yeah, uh, don't very raid, specific yeah. to raiding okay. and. Yes, um, those are the ones that give me more issues. Um, those are the ones that I, are completely. Yeah, I was going to say. Lots I mean, I have. Uh, those. Yeah, I have thirteen installed, but two of them are disabled. So, like, I, I'm currently mm-hmm. not using them. All right, um, so so name some anyways, off. What, what do you got here? First off, the one that I cannot recommend enough, and I think is a must-have if you're on PC, is uh. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but it's the Lazy Rit creator. Yeah, Lazy yes. Rit Crafter. Yeah. The, Dogobon. Uh, yes. Dogobons, yes. I that don't know how anybody is- doesn't play this game on PC and actually does <laughs> I crafting. <know>. I did <laughs> for like, the first like 300 hours, and I don't know what was wrong with me. <laughs> yeah, like like literally, I did it for like the first 100 or so. I'd be like, okay, I need an axe. Axe. Okay, I need a I need a, a sword. Okay, I need daggers. Like. Uh-huh. By the time it took me to create three items, I could have, I was done with my add-ons with the Lazy Rick Crafter. Like, <laughs> that is a must. It like it's it's the same situation with me with my um with my map marker mods is that it literally just saves you time. Yeah. Like. Yeah. There's yeah. like you and you get for, the same results. Right. And, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, yeah. the the idea behind it is instead of going up, instead of going getting the quests manually saying accept, 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 and then going to say the you know the leather working station and finding the thing and building the thing and going through each thing and then going to the next station and doing the same thing, you just you you literally just walk up to the quest sign and it goes chunk 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 and it just accepts the quest and then you walk up to the first crafting station and it goes mm, crafting done. And then you go to the next crafting station, it goes, crafting, done. And then you go to the next one, yeah. crafting, done. And then you go get the other quests, you go craft, 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 and then you're done. And then you just walk up and you just dump off all the items that, you know, into the, each of the chests. And then you get all the rewards. And it even automatically opens and collects the items that you get awarded for, for doing yeah. all the writs. It takes like less than five minutes to do all of your writs on a character. There was, a, there was a while I was doing this on like six or seven characters every day just because uh, it was so quick and you make so much money doing your writs. Well, and then it tells yeah. you if you go into the stats, it'll actually tell you what how much money you made from each item, what kind of like what rarity or whatever you, that you got from the chest, if you got any sealed writs from it. Like it even has like deep underlying stats that like give you a bunch of information about all of the writs that you do. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's a very well done product. But yeah, so also in the T4 chat, I just put the mods that I found that I was talking about for Skyrim. Oh, cool. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and we can share these in, uh, um, just the elder scrolls Lorecast chat as well. That way everybody mm-hmm. can see them. Um, so cool. Uh, go on Lincoln. What else do you have? Okay. So next up, I currently don't have it enabled, but it's definitely a, um, a fantastic add-on, especially if you do PvP stuff. 
it's called dressing room. Uh, it's, it's an mm-hmm. add on where you can put in, um, I'm going to make a very silly, uh, not comparison, but so if you guys play uh, animal crossing, new horizons, where you have the little star one where you can change your, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Your little one. And you go, wing, and then and, all of a sudden and, your outfit just it, changes. Exactly. It's yeah. basically, it's that idea where you're like, okay, I want this, 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 this is my PVP. I want this, 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 and that. That's my PVP set. And then I want this, 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 and this. That's my PVE set. Or that's my um Oh, so it's not even cosmetic. It's it's like it literally shifts well, your gear. It can be cosmetic. Yeah. Um you can use where, it for either. Okay. Yeah, but um yeah, it's very if, if if you want if you both do PvP and PvE on the same character, um or or like you have a set that's more you know, ideal for being in a PvP yeah, that's or being a, in serial. That's a huge time saver. It's um, yes. instead of having to manually switch all your stuff, you just click one button or two buttons to like, you know, you open up the menu and then you click that. Um, I'm going to so have yeah, to expose fantastic. you here a bit, Lincoln. Like, <laughs> what do you use that for? Because you told me you don't even have a set. <laughs> it's set. enabled right now. Okay, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but that is one that I... He has um, he well, has dreams well, I, and goals. He has good yeah. dreams. Yes. What I do dreams are good is, to um, have. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna counter your expose <laughs> because <laughs> I it, while while it is currently disabled, I was using it in the past for um, my training gear. Uh, so like okay. I have a training gear, and then I can switch it over because um, I believe you can set it up to where like you put it in the bank, and then you can like take it out of the bank. Or take the gear out of the bank, rather. So you can put it on any character. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So like, it's like, oh, this is my training gear. And then once I got to level 50, I was like, well, I really don't need this training gear anymore. So I think we've also updated the name of the episode to Counter Expose, colon, softcore <laughs> pleasure <laughs> products or whatever that was. So I have a story. Okay. Well, some of my problem with some of these mods, like I really want dressing room, but I play on my PC with a controller and okay. I've found some of some them mods, don't work right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So does like dressing room work with a controller? Do you know? I don't know. Um, okay. Cause I do know that there are some things where it's like, Oh, press tilde and it'll open up that. Cause sometimes it's, it is like, it requires an extra button that is, that wouldn't be on a controller. Right. So I so I don't know from experience, but I honestly doubt it. And I'm sure that, you know, I'm sure, you know, if, if you're playing a controller, is your keyboard just disabled? Like you can't. No, it's it right all? next to me. Or are I you on the couch? Trading with keyboard stuff yeah. and like searching. Well, so I'm, I do I'm saying like, I'm saying like, could you like be on a controller and then like, oh, just, you know, press that. I don't know what yeah. that was. The sound yeah, effect. No, um, that's the sound when I press keys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, exactly. It's a whoopee cushion. Um, <laughs> and it's instead of the the tactile keys or the mechanical keys, it's that. Anyways. Yeah. No, it doesn't um, click. It farts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, a, a one of those like pianos that you click and it like makes the guy like throw up like oh yeah kids. oh yeah i remember those things the little oh, yeah. sound things that, yeah, i don't you... know <laughs> it's fine someone it should cut out. like the last 30 seconds and be like this is from an elder schools yeah. episode <laughs> you don't see the connection <laughs> yeah okay but um so yeah i mean 
I'm sure you can make it work with a controller. It's just at the very minimum, you just have to like reach over to your keyboard and press it. Or I know yeah. that you could yeah. you can like pause and go into menus or something. Yeah, there's um, a there's a way to auto. There's an option to auto switch between controller and keyboard depending on what you're. It does get kind of janky with some of the ads. It is the, it yeah, is a little janky. Yeah, yeah. there, there are definitely some add-ons because I because I know yeah. that it also changes the, the way the UI looks. Right, there are um, there are definitely some add-ons I can't use when I'm using controller. And for the most yeah. part, I've just kind of written those off because I, I, this is the only game on PC where I enjoy playing it with a controller more than a mouse and keyboard. And yeah. I think that's because um, all the action buttons are like right there uh, instead of being yeah. on the number pads. I mean, because once I take my fingers off the directional keys, the WASD keys to the number pads, I can't move and also use those numbers at the same time. When are you gonna yeah. get a gamer mouse, bro? Like, come on, man. No, I, I mean, I have one. <laughs> like, I, I got <laughs> why, the, the buttons here. Why are you moving your hands? <laughs> but because because I'd rather use the controller. I feel okay, like okay. I feel like I'm more mobile okay. with the controller. No, I. It is designed amazingly for controllers, flawlessly. That it. It's. I mean, because it, it came out simultaneously with console, you know. Or no. I mean, I don't. I don't think it was. It wasn't the same day. Was it? it was about a year. No, later. it was a year. Later. It was a year. It was later. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it was, it was but they did a good job to quote unquote, but, <laughs> but it, it, it wasn't, it's not like, yeah, like a game, a game, like, let's say a game like, wow, could never work on a console really. But like, there's so many skills. Yeah, exactly. With, you know, two bars, designed, five plus an ultimate. Like it was, ESO was designed like with a controller in mind with, so I think that's Which why they good. went with like five yeah. skills on two bars. Mm-hmm. It yeah. works. They, so, um, yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's interesting, and I mean there's definitely benefits to controllers slash benefits to keyboard and mice too. Uh, specifically with the precision with the keyboard and mouse, you could just highlight a thing. It's a lot easier than trying to drift over. But um, it's it's I don't know with with some forethought, it's amazing what you can really force a controller to do. Because there's just games that I play that straight up are like, no, they don't support controllers. It's like, don't tell me what to do. And I've made it work totally <laughs> fine. Um, <laughs> it just yeah. takes a little, it takes a little work sometimes to get like 30 different functions mapped to like nine buttons. It's like, ooh, there's a lot of uh, hold a thing to trigger a different thing type of deal. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So what other what other odds are your uh, other add-ons so are your I just like, want to I want to do a little bit of a rapid fire here of just um just quality of life ones that just in my opinion make it a whole lot better. Uh so one of them it's called uh auto recharge. So you know when your uh weapons run out of charge you have to put a soul gem into them. That one does it automatically oh, nice. whenever it gets whenever it gets below you can set it to a certain percentage. I just set it at 0. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to search eater. these while you talk about them. Yeah, bug eater. Um, whenever a bug comes up normally, it would, you know, have a little error screen on screen. This one just puts it in the chat. So, you know, it doesn't pause your game whenever there's an error. Um, I just like that because it just, you know, whatever. Yeah, sometimes uh, mods, especially the ones that drop lots of uh, icons on the minimap, trigger bugs pretty yeah. regularly. Because- Speaking of minimaps... Um, that one is also one of the one. The one I use is called Minimap by uh, it's I believe it's pronounced Fraken. It's like Franklin without with mm-hmm. like that. But uh, so that's the minimap I use. There's a bunch of minimaps that are uh, out there. Um, but if you're on PC, a minimap is almost required, in my opinion. Uh, I I don't use a minimap. I don't like it. Maybe not required. You don't like it. Wow. But um, I love it. Like, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it does take up some of your screen. Um, I yeah, I this was one of the first things I added on was a mini map. Yeah, it, and I played for a while without them, but it is a lot more useful when you have. It's them. like super unnecessary, but um, yeah, I, I I enjoy having it even after coming from console. It's just like sometimes there's just that one thing that you don't want to open up your map for you're like in town and it's just like right there or you could like see your group members like on your screen right there in your mini map which is kind of well nice. i know you mentioned you didn't yeah. do um trials i don't know how involved you are with like some of like the end game dungeon stuff um but having a mini map would literally change the design philosophy of how you would do some dungeons uh <laughs> recently when we were doing frost vault hard mode and you get turned into a skeever tron robot thing and you have uh-huh. to like wind through these tunnels yeah yeah um that i mean there's there's cues on the on the actual floor for like lights that you can use to navigate type of thing as a team but you're timed as well you have a three minute clock to disable four of these uh generators um and if you had a mini map where you could see where you're going, as opposed to like blundering around, same thing with Cradle of Shadows, where yeah, you have to bring up say. the map for the catacombs and put a waypoint marker in the middle, because otherwise you can't really navigate the maze too well without just like luck. So I could see mm-hmm. like a mini map just being like, yeah, okay, walk this way. It's like, wow, that's a lot simpler. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I feel like I've, I did the Skeever one. It's been a while, but, um, I don't remember the minimap either. It, either it didn't function correctly or it was too zoomed in or something. Oh, interesting. I, well, I, unless I, you do hard mode too, you have all the time you want to do it. So there's no clock. If right. you put on hard mode, you're timed. So if you can't get to where you need to go quick enough, uh, you just all wipe immediately. Yeah. But I, I, I so distinctly like, remember having to pay attention to what was happening on the screen and not what was happening on the, the minimap. Minimap. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well then maybe it doesn't work for that situation. Cause that was one of the ones that I immediately might, thought I was like, Oh, that might, might be not. handy. Yeah. There are locations that like the minimaps because the minimaps are add-ons. They, they aren't a hundred percent functional. Sure. So sometimes you'll like warp to a location and it'll mm-hmm. just jank out. And all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like, like you're in the middle of the ocean and it's like, yeah. I'm not in the middle of the ocean, but you okay. don't know where I am. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Like I'm doing a lot of solo questing where a mini map sure might be useful, but like in a trial or a PVP setting, maybe I could see how a mini map would definitely help you play better with other people like actually depending on you. Yeah. Yeah. Even just awareness of where other everyone else is in the group without having to yeah. necessarily see them in front of you. Um, right. can be beneficial but then again you know it is their person so you can always zoom out Lincoln you got some uh, others uh, yeah uh, I have a uh, a subtitles add-on that I use it's called a Harvin subtitle add-on uh, it's just my favorite one that I've used uh, you know every time somebody talks outside of chat uh, mm-hmm. I can see it it just I just like the way it looks um, wait so like so then, players like it it no, or is it well, in-game? It's well, like NPCs. Like NPCs. you know, how when you're walk, walking by somebody and then they say the same thing that you've heard a thousand times. Yeah. Oh. Uh, do you know weird. how long I've been looking for you? Yeah, or, it doesn't just in your not. own homeland. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't just have that on. Like that's just a thing on console. So. Oh, yeah. That, that's you so. can just turn them on and it just what, it, are, it'll just are you saying, across the screen. Are you saying it pops up like speech bubbles? Yeah. Is it like a no, speech bubble? No. 
So, okay. yeah, um, like, when we have, it's on, uh, it's on like the bottom like, of your screen. Oh, like that's centered. actually built into the game too. You don't even oh, need an add-on for that. Like, yeah, there is a anyway. there is a setting to turn on I something mean, similar. I guess it makes it look slightly different. I was going to say, unless there's also exist. like a scripting, like they they have different type of writing or something, or maybe it was added after that <sighs> add-on. You know what yeah. I mean? Like sometimes add-ons right. inspired I mean, in-game stuff. Right. What was it called again? Harven. H-A-R-V-E-N. Hmm. Harven. Speaking of that, uh, we forgot to mention that. Oh. Um, if any of you guys are playing play ESO on PC, uh, any, any of the listeners right now, um, and you want to, don't do add-ons, but you want to get into the add-ons, I recommend this software called Minion, um, yep. which is yep. definitely That's how you should be. You, you can manually install them, but Minion just it handles everything for you. Uh, it's, I think it's called Minion 3 because it's like the third v- version of, of it. Um, yeah, you search it, it'll, it'll come up. You, you'll just find go- which you can one. just Google it. You'll find YouTube videos about how, to, how it works. But uh, yep. so that's how that's how I do it, anyways. But uh, so yeah, other than like the lore books and the Sky Shard um, add-ons, the one more or two more I really want to mention is it's called Surrender, S apostrophe R E N D A R R, which that one shows a little like all of your um, like buffs and debuffs that you have um yep. which i know bob has told me in the past i really don't need but i like it just because it shows everything so <laughs> i know like oh am i getting a negative buff and uh yeah then the last the one game has that it's built into the game oh i know but i like the way it looks it the changes the location that's it, what i was about to ask is this the thing it. where it's like yeah. the way because yeah, i, I mean, was wondering that about like, the dialogue it's like maybe it's just different like the way they could like organize the user interface in a different way they want right because that's what you're doing more power to you yeah because it is built that with health bars like i'll watch people play on pc i'll have more to say yeah and it's just i don't know sometimes the way just people's ui is set up i'm like what game are you playing it's like oh yeah that's just that's just how i like my health bars i'm like all right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah Surrender, uh, it puts, it allows you to organize them and put them in different locations. Like, for example, you could have them sitting above the names. Like, when you're in a group and they're at the top like of your screen, yep, that's what you I can have. have the buffs and debuffs above each person with timers on them. So you okay. can see them, like, right there. Um, there's a few other options they have for organizing it. Um, if you go, if you just look, pull up the screenshots if ever you're interested and you'll see how it, it looks different. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's that's another one of the ones I I use. And then the last one I'm going to mention is it's called it's literally just called Action Duration Reminder, where um once it's you can set it to a certain time, but uh once you get within a certain time frame of of a uh, of an ability about to expire, where like you would then have to redo it again just to for to keep your rotation up, uh it'll pop up on screen saying oh this ability is about to expire and then like. So I have it set to half a second. Uh, first. Mm-hmm. All right. So everybody knows how VPN services and ExpressVPN can protect your privacy and security online, right? But did you know that there are some secret hidden benefits to using ExpressVPN, like unlocking movies and shows that are only available in other countries? So if you're like me, you probably enjoy watching shows on Netflix, for example. Well, with ExpressVPN, you can unlock 
the UK version of The Office, or Parasite from South Korean Netflix, over a hundred different countries. All you have to do is change your location and refresh Netflix or whatever, Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. In fact, when I set it up for myself, I was surprised at how easy it was. It just installs and then loads up and works. And it works on more than just PCs, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and so much more. So if you want to access hundreds of new shows, use my link right now, expressvpn.com slash scrolls lore, and you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash scrolls lore, expressvpn.com slash scrolls lore to learn more. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey there. My name is Jameson, or Big Cat. And I am Brenna, or Mother Goose. And together, we are the hosts of the DL Weekly Gaming News. Each week, we bring you the top stories from last week, as well as something you might have missed. Our goal is to start a conversation about what's going on in the world of gaming. And every week, we have a special guest join us in the chat room, where we discuss a different gaming-related topic and learn more about our guests in the 60-second download. And if that isn't enough, we also have Slim Jims. So come and hang out with us every week and join in on the conversation. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. Oh. Uh-oh. I think Lincoln broke. Yep. Lincoln broke. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. Yeah, action duration reminder. I use that one as well. Um, there's uh, any other, other ones that you guys use? That are kind of like yeah, I, go-tos. Uh, I, I want to hear what Bob uses because he does a lot more PvP and I'd be interested in getting into that. But I do, in addition to like the Sky Shard lore books, like those ones that pop up on the map, mm-hmm. I do um, Arcadia's trade tools for all my trading guilds. And um, I also do Tamriel Trade Center, which tells you mm-hmm. prices of things. Um, I do Personal Assistant. Uh, I don't know if you've, you guys have used that one, but that one's awesome because it classifies certain things as junk uh, that can just automatically be destroyed or it can be classified as junk. And anytime you open up a, a merchant, it'll just sell it immediately. And so you don't have to go through and like sell various items and things like that. Um, and then I also do a fish one. I think it's Voltan's fish something. And It'll help you. It helps you automatically fillet your fish stacks um, to get fish, and then it tracks perfect row that's harvested from the fish. Because I do a lot of fishing. So. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Got that. Hello cool. again. Lincoln's back. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Hello. So where Hello. was I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I you think just you kind cut of... off in the middle of my sentence, didn't it? It it did. It did. It did. Uh, Teshi, thank you for the host. I appreciate it, buddy. Um. Yeah, I don't I don't remember where you were. You were talking about um, we had to we had to move on. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I kind of finished what you're saying and saying that I used that that uh, 
add on as well. There's one that I wanted to bring up for sure before we get over to Bob. Um, and there's not a whole lot of, uh, actually there's two, there's not a whole lot of graphics updates you can make for ESO. There are a few that can change some things. Um, and there's one that's called, oh, it's not, you don't install it through minion. You install it directly into the, oh man, please um, say the only thing that I actually would ever get if I was on PC. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll have to look this up. I'll look this up while I'm talking about the other one. There's another one called um, Votan's Adaptive Video Settings. And this one will level out your frame rate by increasing and reducing things like draw distance on the fly in order to maintain a more steady frame rate. Okay, that's useful. Like <laughs> that is it is extremely useful because and they've updated it. Like the game runs better than it used to. Um Sure. But there are definitely places where you come across like a village of people and all of a sudden your frame rate tanks or there's lots of effects going off on the screen and everything starts to drop. It it levels everything out and um it also reduces draw distance, but it only it reduces some of the uh draw distance and some of the um detail but only when things are so busy that you're not paying attention to the draw distance. So like I I never notice the changes when it's adjusting. So I find that very, very useful. Um, Let's, let's move on to Bob. I'll I'll look up this other one uh, and we'll get back to it. Bob, do do you use any add-ons when you're playing on PC? Yeah. I have definitely stepped my add-on game (laughs) up a little bit. Um, like, I definitely try not to. I'm trying to bring up my folder here. Okay, here we go. So I try not to do too many, and uh, like I really don't like ones that infringe on like the gameplay and stuff. But unfortunately, Brave One, I have not even got into PvP at all on PC. So, oh wow, yeah. what? Um, I'm not. Where going- is Bob, and what have you done with him? <laughs> I don't go in there. Uh, I don't go in there. That's for Stay sure. Away. Uh, I did. I think I ventured in there once and I was in, you know, all light gear, the stuff I'm working on for PVE, all divines. And I think I just like died on my horse from three snipes before I even knew what happened. I was like, I'm done. That's what happens to me because I spent so much time doing like pve stuff yeah that you, i'm never i'm know. never decked out for pvp and when i do try to do pvp because they have like an event or something I, I like walk i walk in i'm like oh, i've got all this yellow gear i'm all set i've got you know I, you know I, I tear through enemies real quick and then all of a sudden dude rides up and it's like burp, 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 dead and i'm like oh okay yeah. not to be a jerk but i love i love when people do that yeah yeah <laughs> that's yeah. my favorite yeah i just don't have i don't, don't have the gear specced out for it so but I will definitely be spending a vast, vast amount of time in Cyrodiil on PC because they are going to be live testing for the next month, two months almost, the AOE stuff in Cyrodiil. And the entire time testing is out, double AP will be fucked. Freaking rolling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. 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 That was, uh, that was as rolling. subtle yes. as mine. Yes. That was good. <laughs> Basketball, man, it gets me. It gets me. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, yeah. So double AP for like ever. It's gonna be so that's awesome. just a PC thing, right? That is just a PC. That's what thing. I thought because they can't do on the fly testing. Yeah, like that on console. Okay, 
But I'm going to try and take advantage and uh, gain some AP on my character, try and get a rank that looks a little bit significant. But um, Bob, we need to talk. I need to get one of my characters decked out for PvP. uh, Let's do it, man. I'll I'll get you decked out. We'll be running Mm -hmm. in there. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so I know that when I go into PvP, I'm definitely going to do the dressing room add-on that uh, Lincoln mentioned. The action reminder one is actually significantly awesome, even coming from console, um, because there are certain, like, your wall of elements, for example, it's not something that the buff, like, setting you can turn on is going to tell you how long it lasts. You're kind of like, that's up to you in your head to kind of keep an eye on on console. So it's nice for it to have its own little box and a countdown timer that has actually even helped me with my rotation, getting to the point where I can get a certain amount of skills off and then get back to my other bar right at the right moment, etc. So that's really cool. And I think that will come in handy a lot in PVP. So I'm excited to get in there and try stuff with that. I've seen some people have like, um, this one where it like highlights your group members all over is really popular for PVP players. And that looks like mm. kind of superfluous to me. But I mean, I do have also since it's just PVP and I was going to talk about it anyways, cause I think it's super freaking awesome. I mean, these <laughs> are the kind of add ons that I like, but it's just this like little kind of icon that you put it in. I have it in the corner of my screen and it has your um, Alliance rank and your little faction logo, like DC and it shows my rank. And it counts like as you go up, your AP it just keeps going up. And that's something, you know, you got to go like into the user interface and look at your serial, you know, ranking. I mean, it just saves you a little time. So that's cool. And then uh, outside of that, one add on that I've found that I really like is uh, I think it's called Grace Skull. And it is just pretty much a little box and it tells you exactly what your spell or weapon damage is at that time on your bar <laughs> and then uh, when you flip it it counts for your other bar any buffs you put on add to it it's just always telling you and you can set it where like when you hit a certain point it goes like green like you're good you're you know you're buffed up or yeah. you know red it's kind of a constant up. reminder of like are are you on pace for what you should be doing right yeah exactly and it's yeah. nice for uh even me like well, I'm getting closer and closer working towards, you know, kind of getting to a point of where I feel comfortable doing like closer to end game stuff on PC. It's nice to be able to focus on like, okay, I like to keep my spell damage like right over 2K right now is about as far as I can push it. Buffed up 25 so it's nice to be able to like watch and make sure because that's something on console. It's pretty much impossible. Like you would have to be going in and out of the interface constantly. And it, it just, it's doesn't really work. So that one is really cool. And um, yeah, mini maps, sky shards, all that good stuff. But Oh, another one that apparently not a lot of people seem to know. I thought coming from console that everyone knew about this, but the auto invite, is super mm-hmm. freaking awesome. Hmm. Uh, especially for like, you know, I go to Aliker all the time and, you know, you just like X, pops up. pop X in the I, chat and someone's I just usually got a group up. Yeah. 
Yeah, I recently uh, found out about the fantasticness of Al- the Alakir Desert. Like, oh yeah, for, for, for leveling, I had to show Lincoln. Yeah. The dol- yeah. Oh, the dolmen. Oh yeah. Guy. Like, and yeah. then I was like, like I knew yeah. it exist. Like, I knew it was a thing. I knew that the dolmen farms were a thing, but I'd never like actually done it myself. And yeah. then I went over to the I went over to the desert, and um, it's an eye opening experience. A, a group of like <laughs> fifty people. All in unison, are like gets get on their horse, yeah, and then oh yeah, sprint sprint to the uh, way shrine, and then go to the next one. And I was like, oh, this is it's it's like it's like a bunch of ants, like yes, <laughs> it, can, like, it could be a bunch boring. of ants almost. It looks like. <laughs> yeah. so close. Yeah, it's like the. Is there a reason they do that? Just no. because in the Alakir, like those two dolmens are just perfectly spaced out. Like why? They're, they're all, all three of them are in a very specific loop. Um, the way you can predict, like, yeah, it, it, they either go counterclockwise or clockwise in order between three of them, and there's just enough time to warp to a to a way shrine, run to the dolmen with with this massive group of people, and then you just <laughs> destroy the dolmen like. Within like I don't know ten seconds, it, it takes more time for Molag Ball to say his lines and drop the big boss guy than it does to kill everything. Yeah. And then everyone gets back up on their horses. They go to the next one. They just warp in order to wherever the next one is, and then they ride their horses. They go and, and just do it. And it, that timing is very is like perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was there um, last sometime last week, and there had to be at least a hundred people. Because there, there was an X group, a Y group, a Z group, and then somebody started like a D group. So, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, Zoss like, does not the, like the Dolman grind, hence why, um, yeah, Harrow Storms were so all over the place. There's however many ten of them, I think, and uh, most people don't notice. There's literally no way to calculate. It's a random dice roll which ones go live. And it's to prevent people from getting because that that was a thing that it's kind of like they're obviously not so concerned to fix fix it, but I've heard several times they're like that was not intended to be like a leveling method. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, you build things and then you yep. play with them. You get and they learn that's because yeah, I've I've heard that several times. Or it's like it's a conscious effort now. It's like yeah, we can't make it that easy to get to those. <laughs> like that is too easy there. Yeah. So there's um, one more that I have, and that is uh the assist rapid riding, and that is amazing. You hop on your mount, throws rapids on your bar. <laughs> Yes, automatic, bro. It is the most amazing thing ever (laughs) created for any person. Like, it's pretty much cheating in my book. (laughs) I was gonna say, pretty much. (laughs) I mean, you you shouldn't be able to do this, but whatever, man. That is like as far as I'm gonna go. But oh my god, that in Cyrodiil is like you pretty much have to either. On console, you have to make a sacrifice and choose to have rapids on your bar. And you're like the dude that everyone's like, dude, give me rapids. Or <laughs> you actually play the game as a full PvP player with 10 skills. So, you know, these are big choices that you have to make in your life. It's so <laughs> easy to find a group. No, it's so easy to find a group when you're on, uh, when, when you're like, yo, I've got rapids. And you get invites so fast because people are like, oh, thank God, I don't need to use rapids. <laughs> like, exactly. Get that, get that uh, you know, that extra slot. You can fit in whatever you want. 
Yeah. Do you have you heard of or do you use uh, Miat's PVP alerts? Have you heard about that one? No. Is that the one that it uh, kind of shouts out where stuff is flagged and stuff? It's the one that like it basically tracks everyone else's skills and tells you when like a channeled attack is about to end. And so I've read a lot and oh my about, god, <laughs> I've read a lot of forums how it's like cheating, but I didn't, I didn't know. That's so smart. Uh, it's not necessarily cheating, but PC players just need their hands held really tight sometimes. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I I didn't say it, but I would have. <laughs> so oh man, appreciate it, Bob. <laughs> oh my, hey, you know sh- they could come awesome. kill me in PvP because I am. They can see what my stuff's channel is going to end. That's <laughs> that's that's crazy. I, just to hear that, that's pushing the border for Whoa. sure. I mean, it's good enough that it's going to tell you when to take your own potions and cast your own spells on time. Like, do you really need it to also watch the other person for you? (laughs) That's intense. (laughs) It's intense. (laughs) That's great. That's great. So, um, also, you know, like just play itself for you. (laughs) You You just watch watch it, autopilot itself, drives around. Yeah. I'm good at the game. I'm just kidding. Um, so here I, I, we're getting close to the end of the episode. The uh, the the last one I wanted to to bring up is um, is a sweet effects uh, preset. Do you guys know what sweet effects is? It's a uh, it's a way of affecting like some of the graphics of a game by so like more particles. Mm, it doesn't actually change the in-game settings. It's more like overlay filters that can do things like increase contrast or oh, okay. uh, make textures look a little bit sharper through through some sort of filter. Okay. Um, and there's one called uh, SweetFX Heroics, Heroic 3.11 Realistic Preset. There are several of these. This is the best one I've found. It's actually one of the older ones. Um, and there's, there's a balance setting, a heroic setting. I use the heroic setting because it makes all the textures uh, it, it's like a synthetic way of making the textures look sharper and more detailed than they actually are but I like the way it looks compared to the base way it does with the added uh, contrast and and this is one of those things if you turn if you turn this on and you play with it and then you turn it off the game looks uh, faded it's as if there's just kind of this faded gloss over everything and then you turn hmm. this back on again and all of a sudden everything pops. It's like the saturation, the the contrast, everything pops a little bit. I've had people comment on my videos and just be like, wow, what, how, your game looks amazing. How does it look like that? Interesting. And it's just it's this little setting. Then there's a super heroic setting where it, I don't know if you've ever played with like Photoshop and over sharpen something and it looks like there's uh artifacts and stuff in the in the textures yeah i don't yeah. like that one's too much too but much this, yeah the heroic one is just is just right uh and i put a link in the in the chat sweet effects heroic 3.11 um you just drop it into one of your install folders and it will just automatically load with the game it doesn't you can't run it through minion it actually has to replace some of the some of the files or at least load alongside some of the files or something um, crash your game it has never crashed my game. Um, here, take a look. I'm going to share this in the uh, in the chat. You guys can. Uh, I shared the actual link for it, but take check out. Oh, that screenshot doesn't actually open to a screenshot. Anyway, go look at the screenshots. Um, you'll see what I'm saying. There's one where it has like a Khajiit warrior 
uh, in like a side by side comparison and the contrast, the way the colors, even just like the sharpness of the, you know, the leather on his armor or the wood and on the building behind him. It just all stands out. Everything looks blurrier in the original one. You guys ever find that like your game is blurry when you're talking to an NPC and then after like five seconds it clears up? That's a that's texture uh, pop in. Yeah, are you texture, running it on? Yeah. Are you running it on a like a regular hard drive instead of an SSD? I'm running on SSD. Yeah. Okay. Well, I shouldn't do that. Um, yeah, I was going to say that's a loading error that we have constantly on console, uh, right? Because there's just simply not enough resources available at this point to yeah. uh, run things flawlessly. I mean, it's not it's not usually too too bad, but at the same time, sometimes you'll notice if you're bouncing around from load, 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 and then talk to somebody, it's just like, oof, there go those textures. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could be a, a memory issue as well. You might be running out of system memory. Interesting. I have so a pretty good PC. Pull it. I need to look at it. It might just be the game. Maybe maybe the game's limited on certain things too. I haven't noticed it on mine, but I don't know. Um, it could be cool. I mean, it Anything could be add-ons could be maybe you. Are, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say the, the possibilities of things conflicting are also always there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, guys, anything else you want to bring up before we wrap up the, the episode? The only one I suggest everybody look at because I never shut up about it and it's the only add-on I really want and it makes me sad that I don't have add-ons is Oblivion UI where all it does is turn the modified Skyrim UI that you have in Elder Scrolls Online. It takes it, it throws it out and instead it's Elder Scrolls 4. <laughs> That's just all it is. <laughs> it just makes it the flip pages uh-huh. and I, that's my favorite UI in the series. So the fact that somebody specifically made that UI, I, I start on uh, what was it? Bert Firkin's thing. He's one of the stream team members. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what, what is this? He's like, Oh dude, he's like, check this ad on out. <laughs> it's oblivion. UI." I was like, well, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Awesome. I need this. Like right. that, that would be, out of all the options of things that make your lives easier that you guys just listed, that would be the first thing I would get. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do have a fondness for Oblivion um, and yeah. the way that, that some of that stuff looked. I just, I don't know. The Skyrim style is a little too clean for a game that's all medieval. And I assume everything should be in tattered notebooks and covered in dirt. Right. It's it like is very modern and sleek. It, it is. Right. And, and yeah. it, when Skyrim first came out and we popped it in the night that it launched, it was like, what the, what is this? Because it was, it was just very clean. It was very, and I was like, I like the, the parchment pages that you had in the older games. And I just thought Oblivion's was like the best of all of them. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's my dream. That's my dream. Add on. I did play Oblivion not too long ago. And I was like, this just feels right. Yep, I'm telling you, get, check out the <laughs> UI for it. It's it's amazing. I, I couldn't believe what a good job they did with it. I was like, wow, that ex- looks exactly like what I remember it looking like. Love wow. It. Wow. Very cool. Anybody else? No? No? How's your basketball game going, Bob? Dude. It looks like it's going really well. Yeah, you seem real happy. <laughs> yeah, he, he's all like... Yeah, they're only down by 25 with eight minutes left. Perfect. So as as long as I I actually don't know who the Nugs are playing tonight, but 
The LA Clippers, man. Oh, they're playing the Clippers. Yeah, all right. Which so is like even worse because I like they're like the close them and the Lakers. It's like SoCal. It's like great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, hey, why don't we uh, wrap up the episode? What, let's go back through and um, if you guys are interested in sharing anything about what you're doing or how do people get a hold of you, then let's uh, let's do some shout outs. Let's uh, let's go back through starting with Lincoln. All right, yeah, if you guys want to contact me, I'm an admin here on the uh, Robots Radio Discord. So uh, feel free just to get in contact with me. Uh, and if you want to, uh, follow me on Twitter. It's at Ellisman with two N's. Uh, Lincoln, L1NKN. And uh, yeah, I tweet a lot of, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tweet a lot about, uh, about a lot of different things, but uh, every, they're all very me. So, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Cool, cool. Like and you, and when you've got time, you, you do stuff with the uh, with the Lorecasters oh, Guild. He's yes, wearing the Lorecasters Guild shirt. Yeah, yeah, you can get this shirt on you wore the uh, Red Diamond Robots Radio. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Legendary, honestly. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Also, here's my uh, my monthly reminder that we have a guild in Elder Scrolls Online uh, for all three platforms now, uh, with the the lone exception of an EU Xbox guild. But uh, nobody has come forward, so you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, we'll get there at some point. Yeah, we'll get there eventually once we get enough people. But uh, yeah, we're we're getting close to uh, 150 members in uh, on the PCNA at least. But uh, yeah, yeah, so if you're if yeah. you're interested in joining us, playing some things, uh, I organize events. I'm trying to do at the bare minimum once a month, but it's it's getting kind of hard with school and work. Yeah, and that's, that, but, uh, that's fine. Um, I'm trying to stream more, uh, too, so I, I'm trying to plan out some stuff. I think I'm going to start doing some Fashion War stuff, kind of like Tuniversal yeah. does with his uh, with his Fallout, but uh, Elder Scrolls. So we'll have themes like, you know, pirates or superheroes or, or whatever, and we'll have some competitions and things where people can dress up and walk down a runway, and we'll we'll judge their costumes. Which I think will be a lot of fun because there's so many different things you can design for your character to look like in Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. So um, if you're interested in doing that, since we're talking guild stuff, then definitely drop into our Discord. Just search Robots Radio Discord or look in the show notes and you'll find that stuff. And um, yeah, I'll get tuned. Tune should join me to do those as well. I think that would be a lot of fun. We'll plan a night coming up soon. I'll have some announcements on the Discord and on Twitter about that. Uh, or just, you know, tune into some of my streams and uh, you can ask there as well. Um, cool. Well, Brib1, how can people get a hold of you? Um, I think the Discord's probably the best or in-game. Um, I go by Bribwin for everything. Uh, my character's name is Bribwin. My Discord name is Bribwin. Elder Scrolls username is Bribwin. My Animal Crossing character's name is Bribwin. So <laughs> that's some good cross branding. Hey, you and I need to visit each other's islands. Yes, I, it's funny because I I actually got my wife playing, um, and so it's actually her island, and I'm the second guest oh, on okay. it. But she's uh-huh. she's uh-huh. killing it. She's like, as in real life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my wife loves that game. Yes. That's I was going to say talk about collectibles. Either how, either how pairs or cherries. What was that, Bob? So the real question is, do either of you guys have pears or cherries? Because, you know, I need uh, all the fruits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Our island has like Bob. everything on it now. Yeah, she just makes search. everything. Yeah. Cool. So okay. anyway, that's how you can hold me. All right. And Bob? Um, yeah. So you can find me all over the place. I am half of the 
awesome Elder Scrolls Online podcast, the Red Diamond Courier. That is part of the Robots Radio Network. You could catch both me and my co-host Dogged in the Robots Radio Discord. We even have our own little fancy channel and everything. Um, I'm on Twitter all the time, Bob underscore Chichinsky. Uh, same on Twitch. I've been finally back to streaming. Exciting. Um, I will get to do one more New World stream tonight, and then it will be taken away. And I'll be back to screaming Elder Scrolls all the time. So it'll be uh, it'll be good. some more Elder Scrolls streams coming on, and weekly podcasts coming out for you guys to check out. So nice, all over nice. the place. All right, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to talk. I need to I need to get my PC guys up for PvP. PvP yeah in fact other guildies why don't we why don't we talk and set up some times to knock out some pvp stuff go to cyrodiil do some adventures maybe bob can teach us about you know what skills we need to use and things like that that, that could be fun because pvp is not my main bag but i definitely need a character that can work on that and do better right. i know i know we're getting towards the end of the episode but i gotta go like right now so okay i'm, I'm gonna head out i know see you so. again i'll see you guys and hopefully i'll be back next month all right, cool man. Thanks for thanks for being here. Um, yeah. cool. All well, right. Well, Lotus, how can people get a hold of you? Um, uh, yeah, I'm Lotus of Doom on Twitter. Um, I try to remember to check Discord, but that's a mixed bag. <laughs> um, <laughs> I stream over at Lotus of Doom on Twitch, and then um, the other podcast that I'm part of, besides now apparently being a a uh, consistent joiner of uh the lore cast yeah. is uh yeah. the other podcast that i'm part of as one of the hosts of us uh, um tales of tamriel over at the dungeon crawler network so it's just one big happy family now of everybody uh all making podcasts together so hey why not right yeah exactly <laughs> why not we gotta yeah. stick together man exactly yeah. some are falling off we gotta i was gonna say we, gotta the landscape has changed in. quite a bit <laughs> recently so there's there's yeah. We're kind of the remaining beacons until things flesh themselves back out and people reorganize into their new new situations. So, yeah, yeah. But we're not going anywhere. We're going to be nope. here and we're doing this regularly. So um, thank you for everybody for tuning in. Uh, you guys know how to get a hold of me. You can send me stuff on, you know, on Twitter or on the Discord or wherever. Um also, uh, please remember that this is live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash robots radio every week, Thursday nights at 10 p.m. And I'm going to be streaming some days during the week in the evenings and then also some days during the week during the days when I get, you know, once once my son gets scheduled with this uh, settled with this whole working from home school thing, uh, I'll have a little bit more time for for some of the day streams that I want to do. Um, otherwise. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back with a regular episode next week. And um, I guess I'll see you guys later. Thanks for being here. Have a good one. Peace. And now I'm going to play the outro music. Thanks for listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. All sounds and music are owned by Bethesda Softworks or Zenimax Studios. And no copyright infringement is intended. If you have something you'd like to contribute to the show, please reach out to us at ElderScrollsLoreCast at gmail.com or on Twitter at ESOLoreCast. If you'd like to help support the show, check out the rewards you can get at Patreon.com slash ElderScrollsLoreCast. I really appreciate you listening and I'd love to hear from you soon. 
Thanks to our patrons for support, especially our Tier 5 patrons, including Noodle Al Dente. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Do you like adventure? Yeah. Do you like laughing? Uh, yeah. Would you like to listen to a group of people you don't know play D&D and reference retro pop culture you vaguely remember? Um... Excellent. You're going to love Committee Quest. We play D&D in the world of Amaran. We use adventure modules and supplements made by people in the community. We also have a sweet synthwave backing track. Come and join us on our adventure. Volume 1 has been completed. Volume 2 coming the end of January. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. In a world where solid-state electronics and vacuum tubes are still meta, people never stop loving atomic-powered everything. A chosen 500 stepped inside a subterranean vault to be spared the nuclear horror of the inevitable Great War. 25 years later, they emerge after the fallout settles to retake Appalachia. Among them, two former rivals whose blood feud will tear West Virginia apart in their epic struggle for survival. Chad, a vault bro who has a strength of 15, an intelligence of 2, and is a complete wasteland dickhead. Simon, a complicated anti-hero who chooses light and hope but accidentally becomes a cannibal and wakes up naked and afraid with a Scorch Beast Queen after a date goes terribly wrong. What? I mean, it's a wild wasteland, right? This dark humor radio drama will have you driving off the road and crawling out from under the fallout. Two men. One wasteland. And so many nukes. Chad, a Fallout 76 podcast, rated R. Now streaming on your holotape player podcasty thing. Once upon a time, 27 years after the bombs fell, There were two people, a vault dweller and a California girl. They met and sparks flew. That's when things got interesting. Once Upon a Wasteland is their story. Follow Elizabeth Kirby and Odessa Valdez as they pursue their happily ever after in the post-apocalyptic Appalachian wasteland of Fallout 76. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and many other podcasting platforms. Once Upon a Wasteland, a Fallout 76 love story, available now.